Listener supported. WNYC Studios. We um, went to Bonnaroo. Best time ever. It was the best. Best. We brought um, sort of matching water packs. Yeah. And my water bag had pizzas all over them. And mine's have galaxies. So. Because the universe is infinite. Ooh, does that scare you? That scares yeah, you sometimes. Scares me. The idea of space scares the shit out of me, actually. Sometimes yeah. I think about floating out in space and there's like no bottom. Right. There just isn't a bottom or top. Right. So that really freaks me out. It feels like if I were to jump out in the middle of the ocean. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Also, conceptually, we belong in space, but also we like high key don't belong in space. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's the final frontier, but also. We cannot exist out there for the most part. We should just like go to like fucking Jupiter. Like, let's just figure it go out. Go to Jupiter. I don't know. <laughs> Elon, if you're listening. Like, just figure it out already. Like, there have to be reasons that you get up in the morning and you want to live. And if, if we're not out there among the stars and being a multi-planet species, I find that incredibly depressing if that's not the future that we're going to have. Can we just like get to Jupes? Like, what are you doing? Is it habitable? Yeah, get to Jupes. Get to fucking Nep Neps. That's dope. I would kill it on those rings around Jupiter. I would. They're like, around walk Saturn. Around. Wait. Oh, Saturn has the rings. Yeah. Saturn has the rings. Yeah. Cool. I would kick it in the the big <laughs> spot on Jupiter. Oh, what are you going to do in that fucking gas cloud in Jupes? I think I would just like. Set up a house. Avi, I need a place to live. And then just, like, get toasty uh. and li- watch Netflix. If you're out on the road, I think it's, like, a never-ending storm in that. And so cold. I'm ready, baby. Take me to Jukes. <laughs> okay, what's your storm survival skills on Jukes? Jokes? <laughs> um, reading? I'm able to read? <laughs> You're going to get swept up in a twister telling Dude. a fucking two priests and a nun went into a bar, Joe. <laughs> get this. Two priests and a nun. What is the punchline of that? Let me see. Two priests and a nun went into a bar. Bartender says, what can I get you? The priests were like, oh, we don't know, man. <laughs> that you we don't sucked know. Out. Ask the nun. <laughs> It's me, Ms. J. Willie. And it's me, Mrs. Phoebe Lynn Robinson. Oh. That's not as fun as Miss J. Willie. Sounds kind of stuffy and boring. I do agree, but I think we can totally workshop it. Oh, thanks, boo-boo. Of course. Anyway, in this episode, we are bringing some awesome stuff to your ear holes. We recorded this show at Vulture Fest in New York, and it was very fun. My favorite part was that we got to talk to the oh-so-sweet Abby Jacobson, who looks so cute with her little red shoes on. I mean, she was like Dorothy and Ruby slippers, but hot. Yeah, and Phoebe was like the Wicked Witch of the West, and when I threw water on her, she totally melted. Ugh, whatever. Hashtag clueless. I'm not even going to acknowledge that rude-ass statement. Instead, I'm going to move on because we've also got some great comedy from Dina Hashim and Josh Rabinowitz. Hope you like it. Enjoy, Hoochies! How's it going, Vulture Fan? Yes, I'm so happy to be in town. I just got in this morning at... Uh, 8.45 a.m. So you took a red eye from Los Angeles. I took Angeles. a red eye that was an hour delayed. Ugh. It's okay. I love JetBlue regardless. Yeah. I, um, it's just always like 
the th- I love traveling, but I hate airports because I feel like people go unchecked, their bad behavior is like unchecked, and like you can't react because then you'll be the one who gets arrested. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so everyone is just pretending like everything's fine. And we're you all really, like, yeah. you really cannot be over a six. If you're over a yeah. six, it's like terror. Yeah. Like anytime someone raises their voice, you're like, oh, I guess they're not going on that trip anymore. Yeah. <laughs> they <laughs> like me so to get funny. escorted to the like back room, the right. interrogation room. <laughs> yeah. No, it's true. You know, I think it's because like nobody wants to be there. Everyone's passing through. Yeah. So bad behavior is like fine because you're maybe never going to see that person ever again. Right. Yeah. So I was waiting for this. I was waiting for my flight to San Jose. I was in San Jose for like a day with Jess earlier this week. And it was cute. It was super cute. <laughs> it was like the movie Sideways except it wasn't. It uh, <laughs> was so far from it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, so in um, LAX there are like these like benches where, or like tables where there's like chargers. There's like four seats a charger per each seat and so it was like packed it was like early in the morning so like everyone was sitting and like all the benches were taken so you could not sit and charge your phone and uh, this older white lady like walks in like with a mission I'm like I know this bitch wants an outlet like I guess <laughs> she just had outlet energy you know it's similar to being like single it's just like where is it I need it Where's my soulmate? And so she was very, very aggro with her bags, like her Patagonia bags. And, and she's, she's looking around and she, see, she clocks everyone. And then she comes over. It's like, so you're this dude next to me and I'm sitting here. And she's like, there's one outlet open, but it's super crowded. So she comes around in between us and... She kicks my bag. She's like, can you move your bag so I can stand here? And I was listening to you too, so I was very calm. I was that very That was a calm. detail we did not need. <laughs> Continue. But like, if I was listening to you too, I'd be like, don't you ever in your life put your dirty fucking shoe your fucking oh divas. I'm just kidding. <laughs> they were probably, yeah. And so she did that. She kicked my back and I just looked at her and I shook my head. Just and then so then she like starts putting her bags on the table. She's like, I'm sorry, I need table space too. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then she has like a calendar, like she doesn't use a phone calendar. She's like retro. So she has like a paper calendar. I'm like, Jesus. fucking it gets kill worse. yourself. It like gets honestly. Worse. Put it in a phone. That's 2017. Like, Put it in a goddamn phone. It's like phone. Franklin Covey. It gets worse. <laughs> and so then she's like, starts making these loud ass phone calls and she's eating peanuts and like the peanut, like dust is flying in the air. You know, at the beginning of basketball games, like LeBron James just like claps the powder in the air. Yeah. Just yeah. peanut dust was flying it's everywhere. Disgusting. And everyone hated her. And none of us said anything because we were all people of color. And we're like, we cannot yell at white women in public. No. Like, we know we're trained well enough. And it for just that. sucks because, like, she put everybody else through that. Like, you guys didn't deserve that. We're all going <laughs> through the Trump Russia investigation together. <laughs> Like, we can't do that in this climate. We, nobody needs it. That sucks. I was at the airport yesterday, and this was at the San Jose airport. And 
I was flying JetBlue, and our flight was delayed, but on the sign it said we were leaving at like 4.50, but it said it was boarding at 2.50, and I thought like, sometimes I like to treat myself to a massage at like Express Massage. Yes, I'm bad, sue me. (laughs) And so I was like, do I have time to go get a massage? Anyway, I went up to this guy, and it was like this young black guy, and he's already like extra in a way that I'm like not trying to engage with a male in that way if we're not fucking, you know what I mean? (laughs) And so I was like, so I just want to clarify like which time is the right time? I just, I want to know. And he was like, I don't know, what's it look like? And I was like, what? What? That's what I was was like, you know what? You know, you have to behave even if somebody's being egg. So I was like, "Uh, I don't know. Well, it looks like you have two separate times. I just want to confirm what the actual time is that we're boarding. And he was like, um well, what's up on the board? And I was like, well, it looks like 4.50. He's like, it's that. And I said, it also looks like it's 2.30. He said, it's that. And I was like, so which one is it? And by now, this older uh, white woman was next to him, like, helping other people successfully and smoothly. (laughs) And so I started to sort of look her way, like, can you help? And she was just like, thank you so much. Like, she was, like, doing her thing. Right. And so then I was like, all right, I think lately when people are egg like that, I've been trying to kind of walk back and see what their process is. Like, I'm hoping that I could Socratic method them into <laughs> real life. So I asked him, I was like, so do you understand why I need that information? And he was like, what information? I was like, what information do you think I need? Oh my God. So he said the departure time. I said, right, do you understand why I would need to know as a passenger on this plane what the departure time is? <laughs> and he was like, I don't know, maybe. And I was like, God damn it. And then the woman, <laughs> I was like, b- simmering. That's crazy. And the woman finally butted and she was like, he's just joking. He meant um, that we're actually departing at 2.50, so you should be ready. And I was like, thank you so much. I was like, do you understand why that was a successful interaction? (laughs) (laughs) But I've been really like, when people are rude, I feel like just asking them questions could be a good way to go about it. I don't do that. (laughs) I just lose my shit. I know, I love that about you. I, I, I'm such a good person, but... I know that. Just to preface, we all know that. I'm a, I'm a really good person. I donate to charity. I never get my mom's, like, birthday. Like, but customer service situations, I, I, just, I, I just immediately turn into, like, a disappointed wife who's been married to her husband for 20 years. Yeah, yeah. And we've never gone to Paris, and I've always wanted to go to Paris. Yeah. And now it's too late. Like, this... Another year. Yeah, another year away from your old punk ass. Shit. <laughs> um, your hair looks great, by the way. Thank you. Is I had a photo new? shoot today. No, it's the same thing. No, because it was blue before. You took the blue out. Oh, I just took, yeah, I just took, I had yarn in my hair and it was blue and then I just like took it. This black girl's looking at me like. <laughs> <laughs> um, how was your photo shoot? Was it fun? It was really good. I, you know what? I fucked up. I knew I had a photo shoot this morning, but I was like, it's Friday. I'm going to go do karaoke. And, or as white guys say, karaoke. And <laughs> I went, 
turned up. It was crazy though. Karaoke was weird last night because I realized I had like aged out. I went to karaoke boho and it was like just young fucking college dudes that like probably were Axe Body Spray, like early twants, like fucking putzing around, yeah. hitting on wasted girls. And I was like, oh my God, I'm, I'm aging up. Like this is such a big moment for me. And then I sung Ashley Simpson on karaoke. That was a waste of your money. <laughs> it was by the hour, so a lot of ground was covered. <laughs> That's cool. It was fun. So you did Ashley Simpson and what else? I did Avril. I did Michelle Branch, branching out. Michelle Branch. Yeah. I haven't heard that name in a while. Vanessa cool. Carlton. It's like the best name. She was like, I don't know if we deserved Michelle Branch, but... Talk, she's like actually a really great writer, performer. So, <laughs> did a little Avril because I know she might be dead. So, I was. That is like. That I is made sure to do that. For such her. a disrespectful it's so rumor. Disrespectful. Like, but, like, she should just like acknowledge and respond to it. But that's like, imagine you, like, I, I wouldn't acknowledge it. You, you, you go to sleep, you wake up, and like your publicist is like, you are trending on Twitter. She's like, yes. Finally, get out of here about it. Yeah. That, that was, <laughs> it was okay. It I was knew good. coming out. I knew halfway through. Okay. And then the publicist is like, yeah, it's because people think you're dead. No, I was going to ask you, what would you want the rumor about you to be that makes you trend on Twitter? I'm just great at fucking and maybe... Um, the rumor about me. I uh, need to think about that. That's a good one. What, did, what would you want the rumor for, for you to be? I would want it to be that me and Maxine Waters have a rivalry. <laughs> a rivalry? Yeah. That'd That's be so, so dope. That's literally That's like cool. what Wendy Williams does. That's like I shit know, that she does. I know, but I love does. it. I love Maxine Waters. I love That's that. That's so funny. Her catchphrase is saying someone has no credibility and like, I'm going to start using that in my own personal life. I think it's so great. It's, it's brilliant. It's so um, disrespectful of you. Like, what would your counters be? Okay. What could you possibly say to Maxine Waters that needs to be said? Well, in a conflict. I, I mean, I have to think about it, but I just, I just want to be, like, cussed out by her a little bit. Like, Ooh, you want I the think pain. Be, I think it'd just be hilarious that she would just, like, read me to filth. And then, like, I just think it'd be, and I just love her. You're like, ooh, hurt me. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I think it'd be cool. Like, I like maybe, that. Okay. Like, maybe we were both at, like, Nordstrom Rack, LOL. And... <laughs> And I took, like, the last cashmere sweater, and, like, she wanted in that in lavender, but I took it. And that just fucking changes everything between us. And then it'd be cool. I mean, she's up in age. You have to use, like, an older person, like, rivalry. Like, it wouldn't be, like, us fighting over a dude. It'd be, like... A cashmere took, sweater. Yeah, like, like a, a cashmere, cashmere sweater, sweater, or, like, you... You know... <laughs> you fucking... Yeah. You know... <laughs> yeah, no, totally. I love that. That's Whose not where I expected would you, you take? to go. Would you take her side? Maxine. My... What? It's like out of respect, like for Black History Month. I well, don't we've know. Been doing this sh- we've been doing this show together for three years. It's and Maxine. you're going to choose Maxine's side? It's Maxine. You fabricated this rivalry and now you're going to get mad at me. 
for choosing literally black history over you? Because I'm black history in the making. What Thank the you. Thank you. Applaud. Applaud. Applaud for don't it. Applaud. She just said I'm black history in the making. Like, don't applaud. <laughs> she canceled herself out. Yep, yep. You know, that's how that's what Rosa Parks is. She's like, I'm sitting here thinking. Oh. <laughs> I think MLK would have been like, let's just not acknowledge it. Ignore it. All the planning ignored. We didn't land no Plymouth Rock, Plymouth Rock land on us. Thank you. <laughs> I had a dream that one day. Thank <laughs> you. Everybody's like. Yeah, that's the worst. Yeah, that is terrible. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the thank you was too much. <laughs> what, but... <laughs> what if uh, Johnny Cochran was like, if it doesn't fit, you must have quit. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> OJ would have been convicted. Yeah. <laughs> His whole life would be radically different. Okay. All right. Uh, we got to get this show on the road. I'm so excited about this show. We Are got you guys a special excited show. for more show? Our next act that we're bringing up is very, very funny. You see her do a roast battle. Please get up for Dina Hashem! Hello. Nice to see you. Nice to be seen by you. Having a nice time? Let's be friends, huh? Uh, I'm an Egyptian lady. Whenever people like talk about the problems facing Arab women, it's usually about, you know, like the religion or the laws or Trump now. Um, no one talks about the body hair. <laughs> Came here to tell you about it. <laughs> like I, I grew up in a Muslim family. We couldn't talk about anything sexy. I had to figure out on my own what was normal for a growing girl. Like in high school, all the boys started saying this phrase. Did you guys have this? If there's grass on the field, play ball. <laughs> Did y'all have it? You can figure out what it means. <laughs> Pretty gross. Uh, and so I had to be like, but if the grass is too thick to move in, do they cancel the game? <laughs> No one cancels the game. <laughs> Rain or shine. I think dating is tough for everyone, though. Would you say so? You gotta, you gotta put work in. Um, so my friends were arguing to figure out, like, who's put the most work in to get in a girl's pants, you know? Like, I like to buy her this many drinks, or I like to wash her dog, or whatever. Uh, and then they asked me, like, Dina, who's put the most work in to get in your pants? Who's put the most work in? But I thought about it and realized, like, totally my gynecologist. <laughs> That's like 10 years of medical school. <laughs> my girl took MCAS to get this pussy. All right. Um, <laughs> sorry. Trying to, trying to, is anyone in love? No, good. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, uh, I also have been deleting and reactivating Tinder for six years. Um, I noticed, you know that you've had a dating profile for too long when you start noticing people's personal growth? Yeah. 
and you're swiping through, like, oh, cool. Freddy420 went to grad school after all. <laughs> Three years ago, he was undecided. <laughs> Meet some uh, strange folks on there. I went on a date with a guy who could just, like, turn everything I said into something sexual, you know? He was like, what kind of music do you like? It's like, oh, uh, I like the Beatles, they're cool. And he said, what Beatles song would you make love to me to? <laughs> I was like, uh, uh help? <laughs> uh, I'm from Jersey, but um, I didn't write on. I didn't grow up with my dad. He's lived in Kuwait since I was a kid. And he calls me on the phone and like gives me the same speech. He goes, Dino, I can't do an Arab accent, so just imagine your favorite enemy of the state. <laughs> He'd be like, Dina, you have to be a good Muslim so that one day we can reunite together in heaven. I'd be like, really? <laughs> you won't even reunite in New Jersey. <laughs> you could just come back. <laughs> I know it's no heaven, <laughs> but still be alive, so... Um, did, did anyone vote for Trump? Or, uh, not safe to ask. <laughs> I did. Um, I did. But like, I'll, I'll vote for anyone who will keep my dad out of the country. <laughs> so, that's my... <laughs> drinking, drinking. <laughs> I, uh, I like to drink. I like to drink wine. Uh, I don't know anything about it. So I went to the store to like ask for advice. And I don't know if you've done that, but it's like an interview to buy wine. They ask you a lot of questions. This guy was like, do you have a preference for the origin of the wine? I'm like, no. This store should be fine. <laughs> and then he was like, well, what will you be having the wine with? Yeah, my mouth? <laughs> Might pour into a glass if anyone's looking. <laughs> and then the last question was the most bizarre. He goes, do you prefer your wine sweet or dry? I was like, hold on, Fran. Those aren't opposites. <laughs> like, those aren't even the same category of things. <laughs> One's a flavor, and there's a feeling. <laughs> Like, sweet or dry, I don't know, sir. Do, do you prefer your eggs scrambled or in the summertime? <laughs> hmm. I don't know, I feel empty of all desires. Um, I said that to a friend of mine, and she was like, oh, that's great. That means you've reached nirvana. <laughs> and then my doctor was like, actually, that's a symptom of clinical depression. <laughs> But like, you know, in both cases, like my soul is ready to die, so it's fine. Um, I went to a sex store for the first time, a sex store. Uh, you can't buy sex there. Um, there's a lot of sex-shaped things. And I don't know if you've gone, but it's a brave new world of customer service in these stores. 
I walked in, and this woman was like, do you have any questions about anything? In my head, I'm like, yes, everything. <laughs> but I, I got nervous. I just grabbed something. I was like, this will do. But with no hesitation, she was like, oh, this one. You're going to want to insert that into your pussy face forward. And that way, it's going to hit your G-spot while also bouncing on your clit. And I was like, do you want to get out of here? <laughs> okay, I have to go. Thank you so much, everybody. I like hanging out with you guys. Feels like we're all friends. It was nice. We like did a really intense show recently for people who didn't know who we are, who yeah. we were. So this feels really affirming. Yes. <laughs> it it's feels like, like we exist home. and that yes. rules. I'm loving this outfit. Yeah, this is iconic. I, I logged it. it. What's your name? Busayo. Wait, hold on. What's your name? Busayo. Busayo. Where are you from? Brooklyn, New York, but Nigeria. Ooh, I got my blood tested and I'm from Nigeria as well, so. (laughs) We can totally Nigerian Cameroon. What'd you say? What's, what percentage? Um, like 33%. Oh my God! Yes. Our people. Oh my God, we have to give you a name. We'll talk later. You'll give me a name? Of course, we give everybody names. I'm serious. Back to my (laughs) roots. That is literally going to be like me getting my Patronus. Like, I'm so excited about that. Okay. Well. Wow. Yeah, uh, so I'm... Excuse me. Um, talking about myself. But I'm partially from um, Nigeria and Cameroon. It's my people. We are the best. We are the best. We are great. I have not checked anything out, so I don't know. But I am from Cleveland. Could you give me a name for that? Cavalier. Cavalieris. <laughs> Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Drew Carey. I don't. <laughs> don't you ever. <laughs> LeBron James. He's kind of from Akron, so. My family's from Akron. What do you want me to say? This is the end of Two Dope Queens. No! Two Dope Queens is over! You saw it first, folks. <laughs> Actually, there. I hear. You hear that? Yeah, it's fucking irritating. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. There's people guys, talking. Guys, we can hear you. You guys can, can you hear it. Can you stop? Can you excuse me? Uh, who is that? I don't know. Excuse me. Hey, there's a show. There's a Boo-boo. show. We're doing there's a show. A show. <laughs> are you kidding me? No. Are you freaking kidding me? Get out here. Go. Get out here. Go. Get out here. Get your ass out Get here. Get your black Get ass out here. here. Jacobson, everybody! Abby! I'm not, I'm not Abby. that old. Come, come Abby. in the middle of us. Sorry, I had a, it was like, 
I'm just doing a deal and like, it's like, it's like Hollywood. <laughs> Hollywood life, it's constant, you know? It's, it's like always weekend. Get in the middle. Get it's always middle moving, always here. changing. Oh, it is. Hi, guys. <laughs> I've never done your show. I know, we're so... It's... I've been so bummed and now I'm so happy. Good. Abby, I have to say, you look great. Yeah. I think you guys look great. Aw, well. Thank well. you. <laughs> How's everything going? You are, Broad City's about to come out in a matter of months. A matter of months. <laughs> um, yeah, we're, we're all done shooting. We're just editing months. for a couple months now. We just locked and loaded four eps. Wow. Um, yeah, it's cool. Alana and I both directed this <gasps> season. Whoa, that's awesome. What was that like? Yeah. It was really cool. We individually, we each did two episodes. It was nuts. It's like really intense to be the person total. Like we are pretty in charge. We are in charge, but then it's also like we usually hire someone else to like have another set of eyes. And so you, I would be like talking through a scene and then I'd, I'd look up and be like, Oh, I'm the I'm the one I'm looking to. Like, there's no one else, and um, it was really fun. It was really cool. Oh, that's New hat. Did you wear it? Yeah. Did you wear a director's hat like an I wore, actual like I Ron Howard? I dressed as a 45 year old white male the whole time. <laughs> it's like a New 55, Balance. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. love that. That's cool. Yeah. Can you give us like any sneak peeks as to what the season's going to be about? Sneak peeks. Um, what is, it's going to be about, um, it's not, we're not, uh, in it this season. <laughs> we really went off. It's in, um, London. <laughs> yeah, it's about the same shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we didn't go too far. I know, um, but it's I'm... like, it's winter. <gasps> oh, wow. Okay. And we're airing in the summer. So that's cool. Um, okay. I can reveal something cause I. I think I'd, we just did an interview and we said a bunch of guest stars. I can say some guest stars. Yes. 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 Okay. <laughs> um, oh no. Alana's gonna get mad at me. <laughs> okay, no, we said it already. Um, Fran Drescher. Oh, oh my fucking that goodness. Is so it cool. was wow. nuts. She did like all the noises. Yes. Like, like without even us asking. So it's that's just, how she talks regularly, though, right? There is a scene, and it, it was, wow. I'm, I was so happy that I was not on camera because she just goes, ah. <laughs> and I was like, you're just, you, this is incredible. That's so and What then, was her like, wardrobe like? Did she wear something like nifty like she did when she was the nanny? I will say she's, uh, we have an amazing wardrobe department, but Fran kind of like, comes with her own. Sure. Rightfully so. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, she had, I think she picked out everything and it might have been her own clothes. But I will say, the nanny is the biggest wardrobe inspiration for Alana Wexler. Oh, really? Really? We talk that's, about that a I lot. I guess that's I can cool. See that. One of them. That's cool. Um, and then I'll give you one more that's bananas. Okay. Um, RuPaul. <gasps> no! Like, what was that? I like? got us. I, I don't know. <laughs> it was unreal. And I'm not in any scenes with him. 
So I just got to like watch. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Okay. So what have you been up to outside of like work? Are you having much time like to go on vacation? Hmm. Are you visiting fam? <laughs> um, work hard, play hard. I, uh, yeah. Work hard, <laughs> play hard. As the I, <laughs> let me see. Vacations. That means this no. is sad. <laughs> uh, no, because no. we like we once we start, it's like pretty gung ho. But okay. it's fun. I mean, it's fun. You know, <laughs> it's fun work. I actually, yeah, I can say this. What I was telling you, I did uh, an episode of Drunk History, which was really cool Whoa. and weird and fun. And so, what yeah. did you do? Yeah. So I did. I don't know if I'm allowed to say any of this. Well, you can Fuck find it. out, and then we won't. Uh, yeah. I got to play Gloria Steinem. Yeah, that's awesome. So I'm like, yeah, I'll go to L.A. for a day and do that. That's so cool. It was really cool, and there's no sound on that show. Right. I was in the, if you guys don't watch it, someone's wasted. I would never do that part. I would love to do that part. You would? Uh, Tell somebody they would love to have both of you, I'm sure. That would be so fun. You guys should do it. You should do it together. That would be separately Or separately. And we could do like Rosa Parks and I could be like, thank you. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) If you fucking ruin my drunk history. (laughs) We can't disrespect black ghosts, you know what I mean? Wait a second. You would would feel comfortable. Like, that is so scary to me. People get shit-faced. They have to sign something that's like... You're you can, you might hurt yourself, and we're not liable. Like with this alcohol, I'm into it. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. <laughs> that's like my jackass. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. like as far as I can go. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. <laughs> I didn't. I could not do that part. I was like, uh, you you learn the, the drunk person's cadence, and you have to like repeat what they say. That's cool. Yeah. I love that. That's awesome. I, like- I had to wear a Playboy bunny outfit. <gasps> And continually in my mind, I was like, I'm Gloria Steinem. I'm Gloria Steinem <laughs> in the Playboy bunny outfit. What was and that? And that's important, and that's why I'm doing it. <laughs> I mean... How did you feel in yeah, there? Yeah, did you feel super sexy? Or were you just... No, I was like, what am I doing? I'm Gloria Steinem. I'm Gloria Steinem <laughs> in the Playboy bunny. And this was an important thing that she did. She went undercover. And I'm... Doing this for the historical show, Drunk History. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Yeah, good time. You know, good stuff. But I like your fashion story. I feel like ever since Bra City started, like your fashion evolution has been great to watch. And the red shoes. I know, the red shoes are so, they're very like Annie Hall. Yes. You know what I mean? It's cool. It's cool. You know what? This was a big splurge for me, these shoes. Okay. And I was like, I could get them in black and be like, these are classic. Uh-huh. But they're kind of grandma shoes. Yeah. And I was like, I'm getting them in red. Damn. Because <laughs> you only live once. <laughs> That's your YOLO. Do you My feel YOLO. like you turn some heads with those red grandma shoes? They're like, damn, who's that? You know? Like, whoa, whiplash, you know? I'm, a, I'm, like, I'm like a week and a half in. Okay. It's still early. It's still it's early. Still early yeah, and yeah. who knows what could happen. Yeah. <laughs> so, right? There's like lots of things that can happen still. With, open. With the le- my life together with these shoes. <laughs> we have a long road ahead of us. <laughs> so I don't think I've turned a lot of heads yet. Well, that's going to change. I mean, I hope so. it's starting here. 
Yeah. <laughs> Starting right now. Mm-hmm. Are you on like any dating apps? Like I'm on Bumble. Are you on Raya? You know, I'm not. I was. I did. I did do Raya. I don't like it. <laughs> and you know, what a long happened? time ago, I did. Okay, Cupid. Cool. And I kept like going out with people that. It was just so upsetting. But I do know a bunch of people that have met online and they had a wonderful experience. It just, that just wasn't my experience. And now I just fucking hate it and what's, I want to do it. What's the worst experience you've had? I had an experience. I mean, hmm. It wasn't even that bad lately. Like, I guess I, was, I wasn't on it recently, but I guess like a year ago I was on it. And I just, like, it just, I don't like, I don't know. I kind of, I, I want to meet someone in person. Yeah. I Maybe someone here tonight. You guys get a look at these shoes? <laughs> look at this. I just had a tailored butt. It's great. Come yeah. on, full package, baby. <laughs> I just had a, I was on a dating app before I got in my current relationship, which I did not get in due to a dating app. But I keep running into one guy that I matched with and then ghosted because I got into a relationship. Oh. And so the tension is always like <laughs> palpable. It's there. That's uh, crazy. The ghosting is so insane and it's upsetting gross. to me. I Oh, I, sorry. Honestly, I'm, but listen, this, this, this was so long ago, right? right. We've been in a relationship like, for a, a long time woman. ago. Right. You I wouldn't do different. that now. But it just feels no. so But I, it was hurtful. like we swiped, and then he said, sup, and then I ghost. Like, it wasn't oh, like no, that ghosting. Okay. That's well, yeah. we all have our truths. So if you guys could back the fuck up off me, why don't y'all tell me what ghosting is ghost, to y'all? It's like when you actually, I think, personally, it's when you have like a... You, you've gone out with someone mm-hmm. and then you've texted and then all of a sudden you're not interested or they're not interested and there's no like, hey, I'm not interested. Yeah. Uh, or it's no. just, and someone is still trying and you're not responding. Yeah. And that's, it's, that's a crazy. waste of everyone's fucking time. Yeah. Right? It's like, I just be it. like, hey, guess what? <laughs> if I ever, if someone ever starts a breakup with, hey, guess what? I'm fucking murdering them. It's not a breakup. It's not a breakup, though. It's like, hey, listen. <laughs> I had so much... I, listen, I had so much fun with you, but I don't think I'm, I'm ready. Or I don't think it's working out. It was great meeting you. I, I hope you, and, you have a wonderful life. Those yeah. are all so, effective ways to communicate. Yeah, those you are good. know what I'm saying. Whenever I get, like, ghosted or, like, turned down by a guy, I always go in my head. I make a mental list for when I win my Oscar. And then I'm going to be like, fuck you to this guy. Yes. You, you this guy. You have it I'm scrolled along, yeah. the, along your screen while you're giving your speech. Yeah. Run the ticker thing. Yeah. They, fuck like, started you. to play you out yeah. as soon as you said, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, this is ABC. We can't do that. Um, Warren okay. is like, isn't this worse? <laughs> uh, Abby, thank you so Guys, much for joining thank us. thank you so much for having me. Everybody give it up for Abby, Abby Jacobson!
appreciate it. We just have one last comedian, and then we can all go home, guys. I know. Or go see, I don't know, Sarah Jessica Parker or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> there are tons of other people at this festival. Okay, gotta but keep just moving. Sarah Jessica Parker. <laughs> yeah. So our last comic of the evening, he's very, very funny. We've known him for a long time. He is currently a writer on the new season of Carmichael Show and Broad City. Please get up for Josh Rabinowitz! Hello? How you doing? Okay. Um, so my, uh, my whole life, I have, uh, I've been told that I'm an awkward person, um, which I have found very frustrating, like I don't feel like I am, but what has frustrated me more is that recently awkward has become such like a trendy catchphrase. You know, you always see people now and they're like, awkward, and I'm just like, why are you saying that? <laughs> like real awkward people, when you do something uncomfortable, you're not like, awkward, you're like, I can never come back here. This is the end of me in this place. Like, it really feels to me today that, like, cool people are, like, gentrifying awkward. And they're just, like, kicking me out of Awkwardville and into Creepyville. Like, I was hanging out with a buddy of mine who's been cool my whole life. He's one of my coolest friends. And all of a sudden, he was like, dude, I'm so awkward. And I was like, why? And he was like, man, it's so awkward for me to text Becky to hook up now that I'm also banging her roommate. Awkward, right? I was like, no! <laughs> when I was coming up in awkward, it's not awkward texting Becky to hook up now that you're also banging her roommate. I thought it was awkward texting Becky, hey, what are you up to tonight? And also, hey, what's going down tonight? Because you were writing two drafts and you accidentally sent them at the same time. <laughs> so then she gets two texts that are kind of the same but kind of different. <laughs> and you can't even lie that it's a duplicate because it's different words. <laughs> So she doesn't respond to you. So you text her roommate, you're like, hey, is Becky's phone broken? LOL, no big deal, but it is a big deal. <laughs> she does not respond to you either. And then for the next year without putting up a fight, you just fade out of their lives. <laughs> Until your friend has sex with them both. <laughs> but I, um, I was raised Jewish, you know, you guys know. And uh, I've been never a very religious person, but I've been thinking about my Judaism recently with like all the racial upheaval in this country. I've been trying to figure out like what's my place as a white minority who's never really been oppressed at any point. Like in my life, I've never felt any semblance of oppression. Like because Jews like myself who live in like the Northeast, we've assimilated so much that I even asked my friend recently, I was like, hey man, do you even know the racial slur for a Jewish person? And he was like, Jew? <laughs> and I was like, no, that's just what we're called. And then he was like, oh, is it greedy Jews? <laughs> and I was like, no, I wouldn't call it mean, but I wouldn't call that a slur, you know? And he was like, oh, is it Jew face? And that's when I realized, never play guess a slur <laughs> with any of your friends. But I've never been, uh, I've never been called a kike. Um, but one hateful thing I have been called recently is a millennial. <laughs> and I have to say, it really hurts my feelings. Because people say it with so much hate in their hearts, you millennials. Like, I think I'd rather be called a kike than a millennial. You know, because at least if someone's like, hey, you kikes ruining this country, I'd be like, hey, man, that's hateful and uninformed. But if someone's like, hey, you millennials ruining this country, I'd be like, maybe they read a study. <laughs> I don't know, maybe the New York Times, like, you're really fucking it up. 
But I appreciate uh, you coming with me on the kite joke because I've been working on it, you know. And uh, <laughs> I told it uh, recently in Long Island, New York. And uh, it didn't go great. Uh, it was a slightly different version than what it is now. But basically, I was in front of like 100 people. I was like 10 minutes in. I was like, okay, I'm going to do my kite joke. I didn't say that, but I was like, here it comes. And I started, I say the word kike, it goes completely quiet. Except for one woman in the front row whose noise I could only describe as literally harumphing. Which I only thought was a noise in like children's books. But she was like, harumph! Harumph! And I was like, okay, this is not what I wanted. And so I was like, okay, maybe no one here is Jewish and they just feel like super freaked out. I should let them know it's cool to laugh, you know? So I was like, how many people here are Jewish? Everybody claps. <laughs> and then instead of just being like, I'm sorry, I was like, oh, I should improvise and smooth this over. And the way I chose to do that was I said, well, I guess that joke isn't for kikes. Everybody started harumphing. <laughs> the only thing that have hurt me more is if they all went oi at the same time. You know, it's just, it's just brutal. And then I'm standing outside after the show. I'm approached by a 57-year-old Jewish dentist. And I know this because he was like, hey, I'm a 57-year-old Jewish dentist. <laughs> I was like, oh, hey, I'm Josh. And he was like, you know, that word's got all the history and be very hurtful. I was like, I know, I'm sorry. But as he was walking away, he was like, but if you ever need a dentist, though. <laughs> and I was like, what a greedy Jew. You know, uh... <laughs> Thank you very much. I'm Josh Rabinowitz. <laughs> you just heard Dina Hashim, Abby Jacobson, and Josh Rabinowitz. Tudo Queens is produced by Joanna Solitaroff, Jen Poyant, Paula Schumann, Rachel Neal, Phoebe Robinson, and Jessica Williams. Our team includes Joe Plord, Matt Boynton, Ed Haber, George Wellington, Isaac Jones, and Shanilla Estrada. Our theme music was composed by Jeff Brodsky. Yeah, and follow us on the gram. There's fan art, photos of us riding around on golf carts, and some V-cute vidgets. Check it out. And please rate and review our podcast and subscribe. It makes a big difference as we kick off season four. That's all for now. YQY. Bye, Q. Bye. See you later. Fan art. Photos of us riding around in golf carts. I want to take that again. Fan art. Golf carts. <laughs> yes, she did. Fan arts. Golf carts. <laughs> and you for the things in the ground. <laughs> hey, booze and bays. It's your girl, Phoebes. I'm out of the conch right now, a.k.a. country, LOL. So anyway, this week is my birthday. I'm turning 33, hashtag Jesus is year, and you know what? People are like, what do you want for your birthday? What do you want for your birthday? Do you want diamonds? Do you want a date with Michael B. Jordan? Do you want to hang out with you too? Well, actually, yeah, I kind of want all of that now. Um, but anyway, what I really, truly, truly want deep down in my bones is for y'all to come to the HBO tapings that we're doing in October, baby. Okay, so the first two shows, the show on the 23rd and the early show on the 24th are completely sold out. So sorry about that. But thankfully, we have two more shows. They're the late show on the 24th and the, our last taping on October 25th. I don't think we're ever going to be doing 
doing these specials again for HBO. So you don't want to miss some of your favorite comics as well as some new comics you might not have heard of and also incredible celebrity guests that we're booking with the quickness. So you know what? Let's go to Ticketmaster.com, type in the search window, two dope queens, go get your ticks and come see your girls. Love you, mean it. Y-Q-Y. Since WNYC's first broadcast in 1924, we've been dedicated to creating the kind of content we know the world needs. In addition to this award-winning reporting, your sponsorship also supports inspiring storytelling and extraordinary music that is free and accessible to all. To get in touch and find out more, visit sponsorship.wnyc.org.